Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't mean to pull the curtain back on how stupid I am, but how do you make pickles? Cucumbers, you, uh, vinegar, you whatever. Yeah, salt. And then, and, <laughs> you have to like heat them up or something. You, is that what you do? You heat I don't know. How, I don't know the Dave and Mahoney. They're just teeny little cucumbers? Where, oh, do, where do you get the teeny cucumbers? Guys, First, no, they're baby cucumbers. The they're aborted cucumbers. <laughs> right. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, actually, Audrey had a great point here. Uh, She said that we should have off every Monday, and we all agree that uh, the... Uh, Four-day work week after you get done with a three-day holiday weekend Mm -hmm. is really just So uh, all Monday's off from here on out, and you say, well, I don't like that idea. Let me drop this piece of knowledge on you. Uh, Heart attacks, much more likely to occur on a Monday. I believe that. Yeah, man, you're getting so stressed out about work week. Yeah, man, I feel like there's a lot of things tied into a lot of people being really unhappy in the workforce and the workplace, unfortunately. And thinking about all of that building up You're not having a heart attack on a Friday. Hell well, you know no, what? Man. I, I think I'd rather have a heart attack on a Monday than a Friday. Not a fatal heart attack, Dave. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. But well, like, you don't want to work all week and then have the heart attack. I'd rather just, you know, die on Monday. Yeah. And not have to Before you go day. in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, though, Audrey. You're out here saving lives. I appreciate you. Thank you. I Good am just gift. trying to keep everybody afloat. Four-day work weeks are going to be the new norm. We're, we're manifesting so we this. Should, They're going to be normal. We'll remove these Mondays, and then Fridays are next. And then... Look, if we work... We get rid of Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, like Tuesday and Thursday should probably be half days. Maybe we just, maybe we get rid of Tuesday, Thursday, and we only work Wednesday. I like that. Yeah. Who decided that we're working five days and only get two off? And then the Lord gets one of them? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man, so much can get booze on Sunday. Right? Yeah, wait, hold on, pause. You know, you get two days off, and in certain areas, you can't even get booze, so you really only have one day of happiness. What a crap. (laughs) That's a bunch of crap. Uh, Some good news today as well. Turns out bad movie reviews actually lead to more sales, according to a study. Ah. So the much-anticipated Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny faces an uphill battle, uh, thanks to a bunch of rather unflattering reviews online. Sure. Uh, But movie reviews posted by professional critics are usually a fairly accurate predictor of how a movie will fare at the box office, according to uh, UC Davis. And uh, there's a surprising notion. Turns out the study said the bad reviews often predict hits, while positive reviews signal a film will flop. And when you're just talking about the critics portion... I see what they're saying. I do too. A lot of times when the critics say meh, it's mid, the audience loves it, right? Because they're not viewing it as a critic. Or you're a fan of that franchise or whatever it or may Harrison be. Ford in this case. Or whatever. it's a comedy. You know, I hate it when they, you know, comedies get the biggest knocks against them most of the time when it comes to critics because critics have no sense of humor whatsoever. So comedies just get eviscerated. And you'll see an audience score of like 98% fresh and a critic score. Of forty, well, the same the thing with animated movies too, right? The critic, yes, animated movies, all of them, they're just so removed. They want like the the noir pieces, the art pieces, and I have no problem with any of those movies either. But that's just not what the general public consumes. You're like, no, this is a Mario movie, guys. Yes. Like, come on, and, and that's a great example. Actually, the critics yeah. did not like the Mario movie at all, and the audience absolutely loved it. And I My think kids watch it, it eight times a day. I think it's the second highest grossing animated film of all time now. That sounds right. You know, it's cleared a billion dollars worldwide. (laughs) I think it may have beat Shrek at this point worldwide. But it's just so silly sometimes uh, when these uh, critics just like like you said, Audrey, they're they're just completely out of touch. I'm more like that dude from uh, Rolling Stone, Peter Travers. Mm. Two thumbs up. Everything Every the time. best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, very rarely do I say this is the absolute perfect promotion for you. But I think that I have found it. Does it involve nap cigars and free money? 
close. It's uh, forever naps and free money in a way. Okay. Uh, so it involves the other thing that you love so much in this life, which is pizza. I do one of my favorite foods. I mean, one of the most perfect foods ever created. And you have become a big fan recently of rewards and sure. trying to maximize like yep. the points that you're getting. And Every eight pizzas out. I order from my local place, I get a free one. Every eight pizzas Every you get Every eight free? pizzas. They give you a little slice, and then you... Give them a whole pizza, a little magnet thing, and they give you. So you have to eat eight, and then the ninth one is free, or the eighth one is free? Ninth. The ninth, ninth one, one is free. So buy eight, get nine. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, so this is a New Zealand-based pizza chain. They're offering a pretty unusual promotion right now to customers. Okay. Um, we've seen a lot of the, like, you know, buy now, pay later sort of things. Sure. In fact, that's available with almost anything that you do now. Like, I was buying some T-shirts from my favorite T-shirt company online the other day, and it was like, would you like to pay for it all now, or do you like to pay $20 installments over the next six months. You're like, okay. For socks. Uh, for, for a t-shirt? No, okay. I, think I'll just, I think I'll just buy that. But um, this is, uh, it's, it's called Hell Pizza. So again, kind of cheeky here. Uh, they announced the Afterlife Pay, and it was inspired by the Buy Now, Pay Later promotions that a whole bunch of businesses are doing. Uh, the pizzeria said that customers in New Zealand and in Australia will be chosen. This hasn't come to the States yet, but I'm hoping that it does for your sake. Will be chosen for the Afterlife Pay program which delays payment for all of the pizza that you order from them until after you die. So then what, my estate pays it out? Yeah, the the website says those chosen will be invited to sign a real amendment to their wills, allowing the cost of the pizzas to be collected upon death. There has to be, though, some sort of incentive for them. They're not going to just, like, barely make out with just a debt to pizza. No interest or fees will apply, and the agreement is legally binding. All right, I'll sign up for this. I mean, because guess what? Joke's on you. My state ain't going to have nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You're leaving this rock with nothing to your name. That's right. I'll probably die from eating so many pizzas. How many pizzas do you think that you would get through? If you had to guess in the course of the rest of your life, how many pizzas would you estimate you're going to eat? I mean, if I'm going to live, let's just say another, let's just call it another, let's say 40 years, which I don't think that's going to happen, times 52 weeks. About another 2,000 pizzas. About another 2,000 pizzas. I think I'm going to average about a pizza a week for the rest of my life because there's some weeks where I go like two, three pizzas, and there's other, other weeks, weeks you're like, yeah, I'm none. good. Yeah, yeah okay. but All I right. think I'd, on average, about a pizza a week for the rest of my life. So about two, go. I got about 2,000 pizzas left in me. That's, that's a, you know, we should start a countdown. You know how you have those little like, rings that you take off getting close to Christmas time as a kid? Like a web I mean, hit. And that's, yeah, like, calendar, like the countdown, like how many pizzas yeah. Mahoney has left. And let's, uh, you know, it, let's just call it $25 a pizza, you know, on average. Uh, about $50,000 worth of pizza. 50000 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good luck collecting that. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you guys believe that scents are really as powerful as people say they are? I read that literally smelling certain scents can completely change your mood. I don't know. Seems fishy to me. Smells fishy to me too. Message deleted. Uh, no, I mean, like when you smell something, it can instantly take you back to a certain time and place. I mean, we talked about this the other day. Smelling certain booze definitely could just turn your stomach. But like anytime, I had one person who I dated who you know it didn't go great, and Duh. wore she wore a very specific perfume, and anytime I, I smell that one, I'm like, Meh. makes you angry. Nah, just like they suck. <laughs> isn't that isn't that a thing though? Like with significant others, where it, Dude, like you smell my wife the perfume that that they wear, and even if you haven't seen them in fifteen years, you're like that takes me back to that exact moment. My my it wife reminds me why we broke up. <laughs> my wife won't let me wear uh, the Dior Sauvage Sauvage, which is actually it smells so good I know, on me. Dustin wears it. I love it. It's one of my favorites. But it reminds her of such a like bad time for us when we were living apart. Did you just buy some more of that Dior? I was just doing it for Amex points, man. <laughs> you what? You're just gonna doing keep it, it as a collector's Amex item? Points. Yeah. You're only gonna wear it when it's, she's not around you. That seems great. <laughs> for you guys, for your treat. I'm for doing me. it. I'm doing it for oh, you, Dave. Thank you so it much. Delicious for I you. I love smelling the uh, the inside of your the, the Johnny Depp, uh, you know, uh, scent just behind the earlobe. You put it. You put cologne back there. No, mine's like man boobs and and man junk. boobs. Yeah, yeah wh- it's which like way chest. do you go? How do you? Where, where do you squirt? I go <laughs> arms, neck, and then just like basically arms. down. 
Oh, yeah. You yeah, get, you you get the, the arms, arms are like, oh, 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 wrist. I thought you were just like, whole ass arms. It's like forearms. It's like, and then you do down the chest into the the grundle region. Yeah. And then you got do one for the back door, too. How many squirts do you do? Like, I'm like a five. Fiver? I'm a five. I'm a tenner. A tenner? Really? See, but I feel like your your perfume isn't as strong. As dudes. So you, I've, you've never come into the studio and I've been like, whoo. Holy moly. Like, I, mean, I don't smell you coming. That's why I put tin on. Yeah. Tin, tin squirts. Do you uh, do you lift up the man boobs? you get a little underneath there? What? Sometimes. Yeah. It depends on how fat I am that uh, day. Well, yeah. like, like talc? Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to the beer cheese soup discussion. Sounds amazing. But the real question is, what is the proper cracker to soup ratio? I myself have to have cracker paste before I have enough crackers in my soup. What are your thoughts? Oh, Message that is deleted. so foul. So if you miss the conversation, uh, Mahoney yesterday admitted that he had OD'd on soup because uh, <laughs> he went to an airport bar while he was waiting on With a flight. free refills of soup. And they had free refills of soup, and he just ate too much soup, and they wrecked him. Uh, for me, it really depends on the soup. Very few soups do I go crackers, but... Um, what? You can Not even oyster crackers? That's what I'm saying, Oyster crackers honey. in clam chowder, absolutely. Oyster crackers are the superior cracker for every soup. But All you soup. just put oyster crackers in every soup? I'll put it in any soup, USA. Tomato soup's good. I don't know if cream I would- Cream of mushroom? Cream of mushroom, that'd be bomb. I don't know if I would go French onion with oyster crackers. Well, because you, you have a rye in there, so, in the cheese, you so it doesn't really float. Oyster crackers and French onion. But I what actually, are you talking about? So you, I said I don't. You, you could. To go to jail for you could after you clear eat off the top of cheese. And then you need more base. But most of the time, I'm not even just eating the soup in a French onion soup. I'm just eating the top. Of that little rye bread and the cheese. You're not eating the onions at the bottom. Sometimes, but it just feels like it's always too hot. Mahoney, That's the I hottest thought we were soups. soup, soup, soup rowing down here. You lost me. I'm you, sorry. You're not. You're going to. You're going to sit here and stand for hot ass onion soup. That that soup always burns my tongue. No Every matter time? where it's from. No, I those, like those little onions are like gross little slimy no, earthworms I like the onions. at the bottom of it. Yeah. Ugh. I'm gonna slurp up that worm. <laughs> you, oh well. Please leave a message after the tone. I heard it as guys, it was coming out, and I just to... couldn't stop. <laughs> it happens. Sorry. Guys, if you're trying to feel better about yourself in bed, just check out a nature documentary with little birds. They only make it three seconds. So when we make it 30 seconds to one minute, even four minutes, we look like rock stars. Message deleted. What did he just say? His cadence was driving me crazy. Uh, so he, he was basically saying, if you feel bad about your performance in bed, just watch a nature documentary on little birds because they literally last three seconds. We're not uh, little birds. I mean, watch monkeys. Dude, I mean, have that, you seen that new like, chimp empire on Netflix? I have not. Oh my God. There's a guy. There's a guy. A monkey named Pork Pie on there and I love him. Is they, there, they named them all, man. And it's wild. It is, is it crazy. a series? It's a, it's a, well, sure. What is it about? It's about monkeys. It's about chimpanzees like, living in the wild. It's like a better version of planet Earth because they took like six or like, I don't know, however many months. They took a really long time to film it. And it is, a, it's absolutely beautiful. And I, I did cry. I did cry. Pork pie. Spoiler. Pork pie doesn't make it. Oh my God. Why are you going to ruin it like that? <laughs> Pork pie don't make it, man. What kind of endorsement is this? Hi, would you like to watch a documentary? It's beautifully filmed. And Pork episode pie, one, Pork he gets pie absolutely got murdered. By the other chimpanzees. Oh my man. God. They beat him to death. And the, and they showed his body, and there's butterflies everywhere. Oh my God. All over him, kissing him. It was oh. so sad. Kissing him. They're eating him. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. All right, it is time to make a decision, Mahoney, about what we're doing about this package. The one that arrived at your house that's been there for like six weeks. I was like, well, this is what, oddly what, personal, Dave. What Tell are us we about doing your package. with your package, Mahoney? That's actually technically not your package. It's a stranger's package, but you're holding it. Nothing so. worse than a, holding a stranger's package in ah, your own home. Yo, in your own it home. Could be adventurous. So uh, I've reached out to the guy, and there actually is a update to this story. Okay. Now, he has read... The message. He read the message. He has read but didn't respond? the message on Instagram. Okay. And did not respond. 
Okay, so, so we, we're we're done with this, right? Like we're gonna open this package. We just have to figure out when. Like, do, do we do do we give it a week or do we just do it this week and just? Well, be done he's with read it. it. I don't know what's going on with this guy, Dave. I don't either, and I, frankly, I don't care. It's been six weeks that this package has been at your house. What do you mean we're gonna open it? Are we gonna make Mahoney yes. open this package? Yes, absolutely. I don't want to open it. I'm tired of this thing dragging. What Is that even legal? Well, okay. So there, I do have an important question because we did get a text message. Uh, from somebody whose name is Spence. And you can you can text us at any time at 833-YO-DUMMY. But they were talking about what to do with the package. And right. they said that basically if it didn't show up with uh, standard U.S. Postal Service, if it was like DHS or... It was a, it had UPS to be a delivery or, service because it was sitting on my front porch. And the, yeah. the, you know, the mail carriers don't do that here they, they said that in my neighborhood. You're at a lot less risk of getting in trouble for it if it's not... U.S. Postal Service, because that way you're kind of avoiding all the federal crimes. Dude, I mean, it's just such a beat-up old box. I mean, obviously it came from, like, Russia or wherever. Mm-hmm. Wait, why do you think it came from Russia? Because it's got a weird-ass... It doesn't even have, like, a full return-to-sender address on there. It just has... I mean, the guy's Ooh, name also sounds Russian, too, so I'm also kind of... I might be projecting or assuming. Dave Mahoney. Hey, so on that... uh that uh, package that you're all talking about, legally speaking, yeah, you got to send that back. But personally, I say open that sucker up. Let's yeah. find out what's in there. That's all. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, let's go. Open that thing up, Mahoney. Don't be scared. You, you want me to become a felon? Like, the only thing. Yes. Dave, you, like, the only more- thing that can get us, like, in trouble is if I get convicted of a felony on this show. You would do great in prison. You would you, do great. Oh, you you think? Yeah. Absolutely. Can, can you, I just sleep for twenty-two hours a day? Sure can. Like you know, you know, I know there's like they're like, oh, he only gets one hour of yard time a week. I'm like, enough. perfect. That's enough for me. <laughs> Dave Mahoney. Considering the fact that I work for the United States Post Office, if it's postmarked with the United States Post Office, then you can go to any post office and mm-hmm. return that, and they will deal with it and return mm-hmm. it to the sender. Okay. But if it's- that is the legal thing to do. But if it's not from the post office, from one of the other delivery things, because we don't mess with mail. You don't mess with mailboxes. You don't mess with mail. And I don't know what to do now with this guy. He's read it. So now he's aware. So I feel like that buys him a couple of days, right? No. I think that if he's read it and he knows that you have the package, at this point, you just got to you gotta take matters in your own hands. You got to open this thing. And then we'll decide whether or not he gets it back at the this drama. point. The drama. Yeah. Dave Mahoney, Hello. This is him. He's like, this is him calling in right now. That's the feds feds tapping our line. Is that what it was? It sounded like (laughs) that. We're going to jail, Greg. Sorry, we couldn't hear you for a second there. You're acting like a little you-know-what. I mean, you're not going to go to jail, but now you've got thousands of listeners just waiting. It's probably nothing interesting either. (laughs) Open this package. You owe it to this audience. Why don't you open the package? I say that we just get somebody anonymously to open it for us. Me? I'll open the package. Then you'll be the felon. Okay, I'll take my chance. Who wants to get? Okay. Who wants to be a felonaire? <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah. Um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. Ooh. Fast, fast food, food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Julian is joining us for a round of fast food freakouts. Julian, how many times in a given week are you normally going to a fast food restaurant? more than I would like to admit. Fair enough. All right, so you'll probably be good at this game. Um, I do have some excellent news for you. Mahoney is the world's leading fast food forensic expert. Dave, I have been to no less than 27,163 McDonald's in the last two years alone. Attaboy. There's not that many in the United States, but sure. I didn't quantify that by saying it was in the United States. And in his dreams. I see. That makes sense. Uh, Julian, so Mahoney and Audrey here to help you out today. They did not know the uh, the correct answers. I'll give you the setup, and then there'll be a multiple choice of what it could be. The first one here is an employee putting in the wrong order for a customer and then refusing to give him a refund, and that didn't go over so well. Can you read what this said? Did you hear what I just said? Give me my money. I don't do refunds. You ask for what you... I'm not giving you nothing back. We do not do refunds. Once your order is total please out... Give me my money. Can you read what it say? Please give me my money. You just give me food. No. I don't know if I'm on the side of the customer here or the worker. Normally, I'm with the worker, but uh-uh. in this case, this sounds like a pretty big screw-up. This yep. is an interesting 
scene that we're hearing play out. No beeps back there, but there was music playing mm. in the These background. These moments are where I am pro being a Karen. Okay, is that A, a Sonic, B, a Panda Express, C, a KFC? Ooh, that's got to be a Panda. It's definitely not a Sonic. I would bet everything it's not a Sonic. Can we eliminate Sonic from this equation? Of course you can. You, you don't even go into a Sonic. You just nope. sit in your car. No. So, of course, that makes sense. <sighs> I can see... I could see a Panda Express, like an independently owned franchise, claiming that they don't do refunds. Okay, and so. with music, I've never been in a KFC with music playing, but it is a possibility. I think all the factors, the music, the refund, Both I'm with Both pretty Audrey. empty on the inside, though. Very empty on the inside. Okay, so Julian, it's up to you to make the decision here. Is it Panda Express or KFC? I'm going to go with Panda Express this time. It's a good guess, guys, but it's wrong. Wow. It's okay. KFC. It's KFC. We've been straight away yep. from the truth. <laughs> okay, it's fine. That uh, KFC was bumping. We're, we're we're still alive here. We got uh, we got mm. two more to go. This is a drunk lady that is irate at the cashier, tries to climb over the counter to attack them, uh, but fails to do so. You better not. Hey, go. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you gotta go. Go before they take you down. I'm going. They'll take your dog away from you. Cops are on their way. I asked for food. Yeah, I know, but you're trying to attack the lady. Go. Attack the lady? <laughs> Doesn't even remember what she just did. Is that A, a Taco Bell, B, an In-N-Out, or C, a Raisin Cane's? That is a Taco Bell, without a doubt. It's definitely given some T-Bell energy, but I, I don't know. There's I, no I feel way. bad because I led you astray the first time, so I feel like That's, I don't want to put that, my input. That in is it. not that first. Okay, let's just let's let's break this down. Wait, no, let's let's break down something else. Why did you shorten Taco Bell to T-Bell? That is not necessary. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Man, I always call they it T-Bell. Did. People do call it T-Bell. Nobody time. calls it T-Bell. I believe they literally know the movie Demolition Man with uh, Sylvester Stallone. That's not true. And, I've uh, seen that movie a thousand Wesley times. Wesley Snipes. That is not true. You're lying. They had the little logo. Sandra Bullock never looked better. Never shortened. So here's the thing. Let's that's let's thing. let's talk this through. Zero chance. That's an in and out. Zero chance. Zero. That's just that's just take it off. That's just off take it the out. table. Right hand. Right there. So my guess is <laughs> this is gonna have to be a Taco Bell because there would be way more people inside at a Raisin Cane's as well. Yes. All right, Julian. Drunk at a Raisin Cane's. You're going through the drive-through when you're drunk at, <laughs> at, at Raisin Cane's. Shouldn't be doing that, but that's what you're doing. Chicken, chicken, chicken. What combo you picking? <laughs> All right, Julian. Final decision. What are you going with? Taco Bell, In and Out, or Raisin Cane's? I'm going to go with Taco Bell this time. That is correct. Damn right. You On the board of right. All right. Good well job, done. Don't yourself, Audrey. It yeah. is the third and final one. You get this correct, and you're going to win today. You lose if you do not. Okay. This is a, a lady right. who's acting crazy, and the manager commented that uh, that woman may be on crack, and then other customers <laughs> stepped in. You should I apologize. I said that your behavior was uncalled for, and you should apologize. No, I apologize to her. And then you told me I smoked crack. Now, first of all, that behavior is not manager behavior. It's not even normal human behavior. So scream some more profanities with your nastiness. And we will see you go bye-bye. This is going viral, too. Oh, boy. Watch your profanities. <laughs> is that A, a Subway, B, a McDonald's, or C, a Chipotle? Dude, that's a McDonald's. Just for the win. All the you beeps. Got this. Oh, so you got many this. beeps. There's no other place that has as many beeps as McDonald's. There's a lot of beeps. Julian, what do you say? Yeah, I heard the beeps. I'm going to go with McDonald's on that one. He got it. <laughs> Start off a little rocky. That was a tough one. Yeah. But we came through. Power through. You know what? You get three swings at the plate, and you went two for three. Well done. Very nice, Julie. This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So my kids are going to be excited about this. I watched the last one with them, or at least part of it, and then I was like, this is terrible. Uh, but Hocus Pocus 3 is now a go. I didn't hate Hocus Pocus 2. It's just whenever you have anybody, it's like whenever you see the band that you love so much from 20 years ago try and do a new album tour, and it's just yeah. not as good as the first album, and the movie, second one, was just not the first one, because it was, oh, they're all older. Like, I don't really, I don't really know what we were expecting, but I didn't think it was horrible. It did actually do pretty good for them, obviously, in streaming. 2.7 billion minutes watched. Um, and so they are going to do another one. So they waited 
was it, like 20-some years between the first one and the second one. Yeah. And then they roll out the third one like a year and a half later. Sure. So. Probably what? Is it going to be released this year or by next year Halloween? Uh, they haven't said exactly when it's going to be yet. There's no word on when the third film is going to be released yet, but they just said that basically plans are moving forward to create Hocus Pocus 3. Well, they better not start it now. I feel like that's really rushed. And that's also what I can't stand. Like, don't just put a movie out just for the churning. sake of putting a movie out. Yeah. Like, ugh. Is there a need for it? Does the story need a, you know, a third it's just, people are out of ideas. You know what I'll take? A Hocus Pocus animation. I bet that'd be so cute. See a little Bette Midler all in cartoon form. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we have another uh, Louis C.K. on our hands here or not, but uh, DJ Paul Oakenfeld is uh, being accused of going to town on himself in front of his personal assistant. How about you don't times. do that? Just be, you know, but if you're going to go to town yourself, do it in the privacy of your own home. I think Wait, I would just laugh uncontrollably. If I walked in, someone's like, that's all I can imagine. Like, how do you do it? Like, there's no sensual action there's about that. There's nothing sexy about that. Like, it's hey, just a, girl. Yeah, it's just an absolute beating. I just feel like it's just him just like in the corner like with like rabies, like foaming from the mouth. Like, ah, like so gross. Nothing about that is hot. So, At all. Yeah, dudes. Uh, uh, according to this girl who is a former assistant, uh, she said that th- this happened on her first day of work and she reported it to her bosses and then told she needed to sign an NDA. She claimed she signed the NDA but did it under duress and then was let go back in March and all of this stuff. So, uh, Why would you ever sign an NDA over that? Well, I think that Paul basically... His stance is like, I have no idea who this person is. She's making it up. It's a money grab sort of thing. Well, the courts will, you know. They'll obviously. suss it all out. Yep. So, you know, who, who's really to blame here, whether she's making it up and it's a money grab or he actually did this stuff, which, you know. Just pro tip. On. Never do that. Just don't Ever. do that. If, yeah. Whoever you are. It's guys, not nearly girls, as sexy as you think nope, it is. Nobody. I don't know. Actually, girls, no, look no, quite, quite different no, for girls. I don't know, though, no, because I still think you're like rabid foam and dripping yeah, out the mouth. Like, <laughs> you got <laughs> problems. Can you not just like Do that at home. <laughs> Do that at home in the shame of your own yes. bathroom while you stare yourself in the mirror. Yes. Creep. Ew. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I feel really bad for you, but it is tempered a little bit because if you recall, there was about two or three weeks ago a, uh, a loose mosquito in my uh, in the in my house, and you didn't seem to have any sympathy for me. You uh, <laughs> you in fact mocked me because I was having a bit of a crisis. Like, what do you do when the mosquito lands on your computer monitor, and it's the perfect time to murder it? But you don't want to punch your computer monitor because you'll break it. You just take your thumb and you squish it. Oh yeah, you acted like it was so easy, but now what's happening to you? So, You're being eaten alive by a rogue mosquito. I don't know if it's a mosquito or if it's a spider. So can you see on my face? Oh, yeah, you guys, I, oh, I yeah. thought it was a zit. No, it is. I'm like having an allergic reaction to whatever bit me. And I also have one on my on my leg, too. So I thought initially it was a mosquito. But then do you remember me telling you guys about my spider bites from Tulum and how I just had an instant yeah. reaction to them? And I looked at my face this morning. and I was like, I don't know if this is a mosquito, man. Hold <laughs> on. Look, if it, I gotta look. look at this. Hang on. Get over here, Mahoney. Look at this. Does that have two fang marks? Can you tell? One fang mark. If it is a needle, play or by play. It's hard to, it's hard. I think it's just one. I think it's a mosquito. Oh, okay, but whatever's happening, it's so funny because my well, boyfriend. You, you don't know if a mosquito bit you on the face. Well, because I mean, I don't know. Whatever is happening right here does not feel like it's a, a mosquito. Bite. That's a, that's it's a, a bite that's of a, some it's sort. A bite. For sure. But it's funny because my boyfriend last night, I was like, oh my God, I'm so itchy. This is driving me crazy. And he was like, you are the most sensitive human being I've ever met in my entire life. Yes. That this mosquito is like just eating you alive. And to which I said, mom told me that it's because I was just so sweet on the inside. So it's they, just, they actually are eat? attracted to certain blood types. My they wife have, gets eaten alive. Oh my yeah, God, same man. Mine, my wife gets eaten alive. Like, dude, they, they won't touch me. I'm yeah. like, this is wonderful. Yeah, they know I'm trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fast food of mosquito world. I'm like, guys, there's a lot of scotch in this blood. Help yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. I, it is interesting to me that, that you instantly go to spider bite because my wife does the same thing. Like, where she, if she'll have a couple of bites, she's like, oh, there must be a rogue spider. I'm like, what do you mean there's like a rogue spider in our bed? they eat you a couple bed? times. What do you, what? Like, if I thought that there was a rogue spider biting me while I was sleeping, I would put like five ring cameras on myself while I was sleeping. I checked to my, like, try to confirm you know, that. I was out of town for like, you know, four days and I checked all my sheets before I got into it. 
You did? Yeah. That's smart. Make sure there wasn't a scorpion or a spider or, That's you weird. know, the world's most, most paranoid man decided to check his shit. Guess what? I didn't get, get I didn't get, I didn't get boogied. I didn't get bitten and uh-huh. I didn't get stung. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I did not check my bed sheets, and I also did not get boogied, bitten, or stung. Mm. I did get boogied a little bit the other night. Now that I- <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have, you can mess around, and have fifth kid. Ah, uh, boy, settle don't, down. Don't you put that out there in the universe. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney show. It's the Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney show. <laughs> the celebration. Dave and Mahoney. You know this world needs more of Mahoney. What's that, Dave? Motorized things. Motorized things that shouldn't be motorized. Yeah, I could get behind this movement. Literally, it's motorizing movement. That's right. Do you remember when the motorized cooler first came out? I mean, yeah, Dave. And then the first person got a DUI on a motorized cooler, which, hey, cop. I mean, I get it. You got, you know, you got, you got to do your job, but not cool. Not cool. I mean, if you're on a motorized scooter, who are you hurting? No, motorized cooler. Oh, that, I mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like a motorized. I mean, if you're driving to traffic and stuff, but if you're just in a, you know, a, a tailgate parking lot, yeah, like let, you let live and let be. You you got to be a real wanker to the cop to get a DUI on a motorized cooler in a parking lot. Yeah. That's why I no longer drive uh, motorized coolers at uh, tailgates. Well, a uh, British engineer has officially broken the world record when he took a motorized trash can. Okay. Up to 55 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> that seems excessive. What? It does. That's like very raccoon energy. This dude, this guy, that is exactly what this is. So this dude, as you can see, he's in his motorized trash can, which is a normal like city that trash like can. looks like wall Yeah, it does. But then you see his little head poking out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, He's got like his helmet Wally. on. Dude, that's wild. <laughs> dude, that thing hits a rock. You are screwed. That's probably the fun of it. Well, 55 miles an hour in a trash can. How did he, what did he put it on where he could get that? I get nervous. So these, these down are all really good questions. Um, this guy's name, his name is Michael Wallhead, which maybe is a oh, uh, sign Wally. of things to come. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, uh, he uh, he bought this trash can off Facebook Marketplace for twenty five dollars. So when I first read this story, I'm hey, like, oh, he's 25? an engineer. Like for sure, he got like some special trash can uh-huh. that's going to be designed to go fifty five miles per hour. No, it just looks like your normal trash can that you would see the trash truck coming yeah. around picking up. Uh, he then proceeded to make about a $900 worth of modifications, including putting a Suzuki GP 125 two-stroke engine, Suzuki. magnesium go-kart <laughs> wheels, and an extra wheel on the front. So this is basically okay. like a three-wheeler, Mahoney. Yeah. And if you've ever driven a three-wheeler, dangerous as hell. Dangerous as hell. Uh, but this guy, um, I guess no one had attempted to get a trash can up to 55 miles per hour before. Did he break a world record? He, he did. He got the Guinness World Record. I hope this does not start a trend. <laughs> Oh, I hope it does. I man. love that, that he put nine hundred dollars worth of mods on a trash can. I do too. You know what? The world needs more of this. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people that are so worried about doing things that don't bring anyone joy but themselves. This makes everyone happy. Like you see a trash can go whizzing by at fifty five, you're like, oh damn, look at that guy. Mm-hmm. Look at little Wally and that big raccoon. Until <laughs> it, uh, you know, and if you, uh, you know, if you ha- have a horrible accident, you could just probably be buried in it too. Aww. That's a great idea. Yeah, right next to Audrey's dead chimpanzee friend. Oh, pork pie. Why are we bringing a pork pie again? Because you can put him in the trash can. Oh, he's he dead. lives in the jungle. You uh-huh. can't do that. He doesn't live He's anywhere. back with nature, Dave. <laughs> All right. This is Dave and Mahoney. So I can tell you as a parent, like, if somebody messes with me, I don't really care. If somebody messes with my wife, obviously, I care. But when somebody messes with your kids... That's when things get real dicey real quick. And, you know, you talk about, you know, mama bear going into a certain kind of mode and mm-hmm. being willing to, like, start flipping cars if necessary if somebody's messing with their kid. Um, but this is something that has got to be terrifying. So this family called the cops after a loud crash woke them up, and they found that there was a large brick that had been thrown through their baby's bedroom window. Oh, hell no. Right? So what yeah. do you do in that situation, right? You call the cops. And then you grab whatever weapon you can find, and you go hunting. Turns out, officers canvassed the neighborhood, and in an attempt to locate a nearby security camera, they made contact with one of the neighbors. Because, again, like if this family didn't capture this individual on a camera, maybe somebody else did. Yeah. And so the cops are going around asking, hey, did you see any motion? Was there anyone outside that you saw? And uh, they told him they were investigating a burglary that had occurred down the road, to which he replied, that may have been me. What? Mm. You're like, wait a second. What are you so talking about? It's one of the neighbors. They find this guy, and he said it may have been me. He told officers that he had gone swimming at the victim's home and threw a brick through the window. 
He was unaware that there was a baby in there. Uh-huh. And he's like, what? The cops are trying to figure out what is going on in this situation. You've got this dude who lives down the street. and Admitting? Then now he's just, yeah, coming clean about all this stuff, and he's throwing bricks through their window. Like, what are you on, seems brother? suspect. Yeah, all of this just seems, like, really, really strange. And then it somehow gets weirder. How so? He explained to investigators that he was a time traveler. Okay, so oh are we talking time does. traveler like Bill and Ted time traveler? Are we talking Van Damme and time cop time traveler? We're talking like Angel Dust PCP time traveler. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know exactly what drugs you have to be on to think that you're telling the cops the, a story that makes sense to them. But, like, he's going through it, and he's telling the cops, I am a time traveler. And the reason why he threw the brick through the window was because he was trying to save them from an event that was going to happen in the future. Oh, okay. So yeah. they're doing this for them. So, but what if he's right? I know. What if he's telling the truth? <laughs> what if he's telling the truth? He really is a time traveler. And he just saved them from something terrible that was going to happen to them. I feel like if you're a time traveler, though... You would know about the baby. You would know about the baby, and uh, you'd probably wear your Calvin Kleins and hopefully not hook up with your mom. (laughs) Uh, So so he was arrested and released the same day. Feels like maybe we should keep this guy for at least, like, 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, like, unless it's very, very obvious that he was on something, like, letting, because if he's on something, at least you're like, well, he was on that. That explains that. Sure. If if he wasn't on something... You're like, hold on. So this guy's a neighbor, and he's going to go back to his house right down the street. And he's from ca- me. so casual about all this. Yeah, nah. he's out of his mind, thinking that he's saving people by chucking bricks through the baby's windows yeah, of their homes. Yeah, why don't you, you save me from my future by like, you know, just give me all your money? Yeah, you know what? That's a great. There idea. we go. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Barb is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you today, Barb? Hey, I'm good. How's it going with you guys? Excellent. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Wait for the full 30 seconds to play out before you make your guess. I will say that we've got quite the spread between some of these being incredibly popular online to not popular at all. And we're going to start with one that is not popular. It's only got 77 views on this one. You're looking for the artist and the song for a full point. Here we go. I'm Unfortunately, we're going to have to stop that gem right there. That sounds like a bunch of people sitting around a campfire, tripping their balls off, thinking they sound they great. They are 100% on mushrooms. Whoever For sure was they in are. control of the guitar, though, was <laughs> yeah. so good. Oh, you think so? The, of the guitar? Were yeah. you listening? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. Maybe I was so distracted <laughs> by all the <laughs> interesting singing. But, all right, uh, Barb, do you know it? For a full point, you need the artist and the song title, or you have a lifeline if you need it. I want to say Oasis. Wonderwall. Full point. Excellent. Well done, Barb. And there's talk of those brothers talking again, too, you know? I mean, we just passed the anniversary of uh, one of the albums, and, man. Let's love to see. see those. Yeah, it'd be what? cool if they get back together, but what? I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't either. What's it been, like 20-plus years now? No, it hasn't been, been that long. I, no? saw him, okay. I saw him like 15 years ago. Okay. And still was, a long time. It was great, yeah. but, yeah, long time. All right, here we go on to number two, Barb. Uh, you still have two lifelines right. intact, and this one we are going up in popularity. 48,000 views on this one. You've been chilling, baby, I've been chilling. All of those good times, baby, I've been misused. Way, way down inside, honey, you need a shake for me, girl. I want to be your better man. Keep it cool, baby. Keep it cool, Look, there is some talent there. Yeah, I don't hate sure. that. Yeah. I, I love hate a full it at all. I love- that wasn't as bad as some of them I've heard. <laughs> okay, so what do you got for that one? Ah, uh, we got a whole lot of love, Led Zeppelin. Boom, full point. I appreciate oh, somebody me. who doesn't try and just uh, emulate 
you know, that they are giving their own version own of spin. what they think Robert Plant would be for them. You're building <laughs> upon the art. Yes, exactly. Guys, we're going. Yeah, you make it your own. You that, make it your own without going over the top. That's great. exactly right. And Barb, again, you're doing great in this game. Still two lifelines intact if you need them. I don't know if you will or not. Uh, going up in popularity even more mm-hmm. than the last one, even though it was 48,000 views on the last one. This one's got... 400,000 views. Oh, so this is one of the most wow, popular wow. videos we've ever featured. That, that's got to be Steel Panther, right? He's like only something. doing noises. <laughs> He's not literally that not saying like, words. I love it. That was like Bob Dylan in a high voice. Like, <laughs> like Bob Dylan. <laughs> do, do you know it, Barb? I do. That would be Dr. Feelgood, Molly Crew. Oh, oh my God. I was laughing so hard. Who, yeah. who was the artist of that song? <laughs> the Bob Dylan trying to sing. Vince Neal. It was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so interestingly, the artist is called Performer Unknown. Wow. That's what they uploaded in. Okay. Again, 400,000 views. I on didn't that hate it. Boy. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, wow. hey, you're not saying words, but you knew exactly what those words were. That Chris, is how I sing along to Chris, songs. Chris, did you find all these today? Because these are some gems that you have unearthed. Yeah. Do you guys not know that that was actually Vince Neal? No, was it really? <laughs> Wait, what? what? That was Vince Neal singing his own song. But just no. inaudible. Oh, yes, that was a solo show. He wasn't did. that bad. That makes sense. Yeah. Did he forget the that, words? That sounded like the last Motley yeah. Crue concert I went to. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I don't. Play a little bit more of that. Just one more. You want a little bit more? Just Turns out Vince Neal is a great cover band for Motley Crue. <laughs> oh, that, that tickled me. Okay. I'm literally in tears. Barbie, oh you have two lifelines left, and uh, you just need one more point to win. Um, we're going to go up in popularity even again. Even more. 3.4 million views on this one. And this is from an artist called The Hairy Rats. Ew. Why does that have 3.4 million that views? That makes no I sense. I don't know. Are you sure it's not 34 views? No, I'm sure. No, it's yeah, 3.4 million. What was yeah. going on in the video? Were they giving away money to it's everyone It's a live performance it? outside of a gas station. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, I'm back in the parking oh, lot. I'm back in. Never mind. Got it. All right. Uh, Barb, for the win, do you know it? Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it was hard to hear, but I think it's Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. It is Pink Floyd, but... Mahoney, you want to tag in? Comfortably, no. There you go. Okay, there we go. Killer performance, Barb. Almost as good as Vince Neil singing his own song. Yeah, but not not as good as the guys outside of the gas station. That's right, no. You can't beat that. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you and I have been fans of mixed martial arts for a long time, going mm-hmm. back to kind of the early aught years. I mean, even before that, we were fans of it, right? In the we 90s, got, yeah. We got involved with it when, um, you know, moving to Las Vegas in the early aught years, and the UFC was really kind of starting to explode then with the first season of The Ultimate Fighter, Stephen we Bonner, the, uh, R.I.P., and Forrest Griffin, all those we guys. We were on the official radio station of the UFC back then. Yeah, I mean, when you think about, you know, some of the fighters that have come through the ranks of the UFC, who would you say are... Some of the craziest. I mean, some of the craziest. Rampage Jackson. Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez is on a whole different level of crazy. I mean, like, that's the thing. is like being a professional fighter. Like, you've got to obviously be willing to put your body through hell. But, like, some of these guys come from, uh, you know, pretty dark place. And, oh, like, yeah. That's why they're 
fighters and like it's an instinctual thing. They're good at that, yeah. But then when you think about, okay, what happens when you have these guys that, you know, maybe have come from a really rough spot and turn out to be really great fighters and then they get a whole bunch of money and then all of a sudden you're like, now you're in the spotlight, people are constantly talking to you, putting microphones in your face. A lot of people just aren't cut out for that sort of thing. True. And so it can be really difficult to deal with. Uh, One of the fighters that has earned a reputation for maybe not being crazy, but certainly a little bit out there with the way that he acts is Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is a guy who, you know, I would not want to uh, be in a cage with or get into a fight outside of the cage. I mean, you just look at a guy who's willing to put his body through as much as he has and fight the way that he does. You're like, there's something... I don't want to say crazy, but certainly different. He he has something that you and I don't, Mahoney. No, like we, we most people don't. He he does not. Uh, but the reason why he is in the news is because he has stepped in it. Um, again, so this time he's being charged with a DUI after he allegedly wrecked his truck in Hollywood. Uh, shockingly, nobody was hurt in this. That's good. The reason why it's shocking that no one was hurt is because... His truck was flipped over. Jesus. I'm glad he's like, alive. He, he ran into a couple of, well, again, we don't know for sure if it was him because he's pleading not guilty, but the vehicle was crashed into two parked cars outside of a Hollywood club mm-hmm. just before 2 a.m. and the truck was on its side after the collision. So again, this is a big truck and somehow yeah. ended up totally flipped over. At the time, law enforcement said that Tony refused to take a field sobriety test, very uncooperative at the scene. Officers on the scene also said that he reeked of booze, had bloodshot eyes, but again, he is going with the not guilty in this situation. Which is, if it was you, you know, and the DA in California, they're not going to like that. No, I mean, they've got a uh, they've got a lot of resources, obviously, the uh, the UFC, and they tend to look after their own, but, uh, like, there's also some things that are just, Steps like, too far. fairly undeniable. Uh-huh. And, yeah, t- Tony Ferguson going to be back in a court later this month for another hearing on it, but again, doubling down with the, I'm definitely not guilty, and you're like, Mm, you sure about that? Oh, let's see how this plays out. You sure about that? Tony, I don't know if you're going to want this one to go to a decision. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Is it ever acceptable to sit directly next to your significant other when you're out to eat, even if there's nobody sitting across from you? Audrey, tell us what's going on here. <laughs> so I have always kind of attempted to get my boyfriend to sit next to me in public or, or, you know, wherever, if we're going out on a date or if we're doing anything like that. And I just, you know, I I, I always wonder why that's has such a bad stigma around it. Like, why does everybody find that to be like so bizarre? If I don't want to sit, if I want to sit next to my boyfriend, why is that such a big deal? And he doesn't, his argument is in your camp, Dave, where he's saying, if I want to talk to you, I should be able to sit across from you. And so I can look at you in your eyes and blah, blah, blah. But like, I I could do that sitting beside you too. Like, why can't we sit next to each other? So let me ask you this, Dave and Audrey. When you're sitting at like a four-top table, you know, just yes. your normal square table, do you guys sit across from each other? Because my wife and I, 99% of the time, do take one side of the corner. So it's like, here's one side and then the other two sides are, are open. So we are basically next to each other. At the table. Not the same thing as a booth, but 99%. But like, it's not that you're, you're different, not, Dave. You're, you're not next to each other. You're you're still on different corners, angles of the table. But tables That's are different. small. That's different. So let's you're say let's say it's, let's say it's a four-top rectangular table. So there's clearly two seats on one side, two seats on the other. None of this like we're cheating it with corners sort uh-huh. of nonsense. You didn't answer, Dave. What do you do? Do you sit next to your wife or do you sit across from her no, at a square table? No, I sit table? across from her because at I'm an adult. Table? At a square I, table? Yes. That seems weird. That is weird. What? I, it feels like you're so much further away. You are. You're like so far away. You know, there's times you want to both look out somewhere. Um, you want to sit next to each other, you know, have a little conversation without having to look across each other. It's what? like sometimes you just sit next to each other. Dana, wait, wait a minute. It's more convenient to, to sit across from each other and have a conversation. What are you talking about? No, not if like, say you're at a sports board and you want to look at, the, uh, look at a game. No, that, that that makes sense because that is like yeah, a functional reason. Yeah, that's a reason. great point. You sit <laughs> yeah. at a bar on the with somebody next to you all the time, <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. you. How many times are you at a, at a bar, Dave, with your wife, and you're watching the game or having a conversation? I think this. Uh, I, I think this conversation is over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for the call today, sir. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks a lot. Enjoy the show. Bye, bye, guys. Thanks.
I don't know, again, what the upside is to all of this, but Andy is joining us on the program this morning. Andy, please tell me that I've got an ally here. It's ridiculous to sit directly next to somebody when you can just sit across from them like an adult, right? Uh, yes, it's the same reason why I don't have a bench seat in my truck. Just stay on your side of the fence, lady, and we'll be okay. That's so, exactly Okay, right. so Thank let me you. ask you this Thank question God. then. Be, let me ask you this question then, because... Again, I feel like we can debunk this by saying if it is a square table, do you sit across from your partner or do you sit kitty corner, catty corner, whatever you call it? Let's let's stop complicating it well, and talking about catty corner, kitty corner. It's either you get to sit across from them or you're no. sitting next to them. That's it. I want to I want to comment on something that Andy said too. He said you don't have a uh, bench seat in your truck, but apparently you've never been in a uh, Cutlass Supreme with that. Front row. That's basically a whole ass couch. You got your, that. you got your lady or your no. guy next to you. You got Get your arm around you while no. you're driving, just cruising in plush luxury. There's nothing more romantic. I love not it. 15 years old petting each other. No, uh, I love that's it. an old person. Get out of here, dude. Like every car from like the 50s and stuff. All those bench seats. That is something America is missing. That's why America's no longer great, Dave. Is that why? Because we is? lost yeah. our bench seats. Andy, thank you for your perspective today and actually being a voice of reason around here. I appreciate you, man. All right. Uh, Jeff the Bug Guy. Jeff, what's up, man? Hey, man. So, um, yeah, you find the one that you can't live without, you have to sit next to him. Like, yes. that's the way it is. Like, uh, let you know or let the world know that, hey, this is my wife and I'm here for her. Yeah, yeah why don't you love your yes, wife yes, as much yes, as yes. Jeff loves his and Audrey loves her boyfriend? Because y'all are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Scott, give us the truth. What do you do? Do you sit next to your significant other or not? I prefer sitting directly across from her. But if it's someone, if it's a couple and they're sitting next to each other, and let's say one person is right-handed, the other is left-handed, that could be a problem. You're dang right, right it could. If the... Yeah, so if you're trying to eat and your elbows are banging, screw that, you know? So, well, but yeah, we're creating we're creating all sorts of scenarios. Is your boyfriend left-handed, Audrey? No, but he, you know, it also just, if that were the case, if he were left-handed and I were right-handed or whatever, you know, that's just more of an opportunity for us to feed each other. Why, why, hold why hands? don't you do exactly Hold hands what? and feed each other. You don't even have to sit next to him anymore, Audrey. You can just sit on his lap. He can chew up the food for you. It's yes. directly in your mouth. I am going to mama bird him, like the like reverse set on his lap, and just like we'll feed each other that way. You are disgusting. <laughs> Paul joining us this morning. What's up, Paul? Me and the old lady have been together for probably 24 years, 25 years somewhere in there we still sit the same side of a, a bench all the time um but we're not sitting there sucking face like a bunch of kids or nothing oh but you should uh, i don't know yeah should i mean try it. why <laughs> even sit next to each other if you're not sucking face paul no, what's I happening under that, that napkin oh, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> i hear you brother steve joining us what do you say steve i say you always let her sit down first being a gentleman and then you scope the bar see where the best sports tv is and That's you right. sit appropriately. That is exactly oh, right. This that is a is man exactly who knows. The only thing that I would change in that is that I would sit down first to ensure that I definitely got the best seat. <laughs> Skip the gentleman part. All right, let's get a female perspective. Cheryl is joining us on the program. Cheryl, do you sit next to your significant other? Yes. Why? Um, yes, Cheryl. Yes, because Cheryl. I don't want a lot of people hearing my conversation with what are you in the CIA? Oh, no, that's an. <laughs> what are you talking about, Dave? Hold on, but that's an interesting thing because gossip? I know Audrey does it. I do it. You do it too. When we're out at a restaurant mm-hmm. and people are talking some interesting some subject tea? matter, yeah, we get real quiet mm-hmm. and our ears get real open. So you start listening in, huh? So Cheryl, I think Cheryl's got Cheryl's an interesting point. Yeah, Cheryl, what are you hiding? Yeah, what are, what are your secrets, huh? <laughs> Well, sometimes it's just little endearing words we call each other, or maybe there's an issue, you know, that's going on, and 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 with that bitch, Kathy, discussing it or something, you know. Hey, don't Nobody's use that kind business. of language with Cheryl on the phone. She's a- also, Cheryl's trying to be sweet, and, and you're trying to make this, you're trying to taint the sweetness There's of no, all This is of the this. sweetest call we've had. I love I Cheryl's know. love. I oh, mean, look, thank you, this white knight Mahoney you know, galloping into shapes. We other, you know, little names like Bummas, and, oh. you know, I've got pooties, you know, instead of feet. Thank you for sitting next to each other so I don't have to hear do you that crap. Need another daughter? I don't want to be your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call, I'll Cheryl. We love you, too, Cheryl. We love you, Cheryl. You're the best. Oh, uh, wow. D- Dale, what's up, man? 
Jesus. Hey, I also have to sit next to my wife, so if she wants to snuggle up to me, she can snuggle up to me, and we can have a good conversation. I love everybody. Dave, this is going my way, and awful. Dave can't I'm stand so it. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Now, the one other... The one other thing I wanted to throw in on this one is doesn't pertain to restaurants. It pertains to automotive vehicles these days. Why have they taken the keyhole out of the passenger door so I can't be opening the door for my wife and letting her in if I don't have my fob? It's not nearly as uh, smooth to like go over there and then like use the key fob to boop boop, and then it's just not. It's not. Exactly. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Is there anything in this world that people believe more than when they're confident enough to take a bumper sticker and slap it on their vehicle to proclaim this is the truth? Whatever it is, right? Like you emphatically believe something if you're willing to go to a bumper sticker. They will fight you to the death for whatever that bumper sticker says as well. I looked at a bumper sticker this morning, actually got super fed to me on my timeline, and I thought... I need this bumper sticker. Was it a was bumper the, bumper sticker or is it like a it thing you like put a on window your... window decal. See, window decals are different than bumper stickers. If you're committing to a bumper sticker, mm-hmm. the old school ones that go on your bumper, though I'm not messing with those people ever. What was the bumper sticker that got fed to you? It said, please let me merge or I will cry. <laughs> that is good targeting right Isn't there. Isn't it? But, I mean, sure but is. also, nobody lets you merge. You just got to go for it. I'm, I'm not asking. I'm coming not, over. I'm, I'm coming over. An and I've got driver. full coverage. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, 29 years old, he is facing multiple charges. Uh, he decided that he was going to run from the cops on his motorcycle. So I guess these uh, police officers encountered a group of riders that were going way too fast mm-hmm. uh, about 10 p.m. on Friday. And the group started to pull over for the deputies. But one guy, whose name is Dalton Ray Philibon. Old Dalton Ray. Old Dalton Ray, man. Dalton he Ray. said, I ain't stopping for these damn cops. Took off running. Got up to 110 miles per hour on his motorcycle. Oh, I thought you said he was running. So he reached 110 miles per hour on his motorcycle, even running a red light. And that's when the, the cop that was uh, following him was like, you know what? I'm going to go and back off now because this dude's either going to get himself killed danger. or yeah. yeah. Uh, and they also had a chopper in the sky and he didn't realize that they had a chopper in the sky. So he stopped at a red light after realizing the deputy wasn't following anymore. And then they just kind of like quickly pulled up and they're like, get off the damn bike. Uh, the reason why this ties back to the bumper sticker is because he had a bumper sticker that said, capable of evading high-speed pursuit on his motorcycle. No, you're not. And no. he is not. No, what you're not. What are the fake real-life GTA is he attempting? Right? Like, what are you doing, man? Like, whenever you get kind of out of the area, the cops don't just back off. Also, that dude is 29. Oh, my. That, that guy looks rough. like he's 50. That dude, that, that's a rough 29 I mean, years, like, man. I could give you... you my jaw's on the floor. That would yeah. be a rough 40. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, again, and also, man, you ain't out rubbing nothing. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, this is one of the truest love stories that I've ever heard. Kind of a classic tale, if you will. Uh, Melody Sasser of Tennessee, she met a man on Match.com, and they became hiking buddies. Oh, I like that. Um, unfortunately for her, uh, her her hopes for love got dashed when he revealed that he was moving out of state with the woman that he was planning to marry. I guess he had a fiancé. Yeah. Um, and that's when she thought, no, I'm in love with this man. I can't allow this to happen. I should hire a hitman to murder her. Oh, that yeah. seems like a reasonable... We've heard a number of these stories over the uh-huh. years, and this is generally how it works out. She decided she was going to go to the dark web, and she went under the pseudonym Cat Tree. She transferred $10,000 in Bitcoin to a site named Online Killers Market. Fair, fair. <laughs> this was, of course, in exchange for the murder of the fiancé. After waiting two and a half months... And her target still alive. What the hell? Frustrating. Melody. Because you had I a lot know. Of I was expecting money investment. Yes, and and also murder. A lot of fun to watch from a distance. If you get the man of your dreams out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out she was messaging with law enforcement, and so when she followed up after two and a half months, uh, demanding to know what was going on, she actually reached out to the individual that she'd sent the money to. No response there. So she reached out to the administrator of the dark website. And was like, hey, where's my murder? And he's like, um, I'm calling the cops. So of course, she, they were already on to her. She got arrested. She was talking to somebody like Chris, Chris Hansen style to catch yeah. a predator, yeah. like behind the scenes. Yeah. Have, a, have a seat. 
have a conversation about your murder. I mean, at least, Interesting. You, at, least the, well, at least you went to the dark web and paid a reasonable amount of money, though. With Bitcoin. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like, like $75 bucks on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you all have new rules since you're in a new studio? Obviously, the no farting thing is still on the table, but are there any new ones? Message deleted. One rule that we have maintained over the years, um, and it all started thanks to Chum Lee from Pawn Stars, is no farting in the studio. Uh, and the reason why that became a thing is because, and I don't know for sure that it was Chum Lee. It was Chum. I'm pretty sure it was Chum Lee. But the Pawn Stars had just launched on the History Channel, and they were doing some promotion at the time, and the show was still new. No one knew it was going to turn mm-hmm. into the gigantic hit that it was. But uh, Corey, the son, and Chum Lee came into the studio to do an interview and just kind of talk about their new show that was super exciting, yada, yada. And uh, one of them, again, not sure it was Chum Lee, but it was definitely Chum Lee, ripped a significant fart. And that was the smallest, stu- one of the smallest studios we've ever worked in. Yeah, it wasn't great. And it, uh, it was like a fog of war yeah. that just yeah. sat yeah. in that studio for an hour and we were I mean I don't want to say that like if they if there were war crimes committed like because you can't use like certain gases no that definitely violated the Geneva Convention uh-huh. no question about it um, as far as this studio I will say it seems fairly relaxed uh, to the point where, like, Audrey will bring Elmo in, which is cute. In fact, I'm rather upset that Elmo's not here today. It just feels <laughs> like there's, there's something missing in the studio. Elmo, by the way, is her new little dog. Uh, but the reason why I say there's very few rules is because Elmo, being a little scavenger puppy that she is, has found all sorts of weird stuff on the floor of the studio, including a large piece of bubble gum. Well, like somebody just and a fingernail, man. She found a fingernail. Fingernail was the thing that was too far. Who's Ugh. don't cut your nails in the studio? Like, I don't know who's doing that. Like I don't want to. I don't want to ruffle feathers. But hey, man. Please leave a message after the tone. I heard a rumor that Dave used to be a ballroom dancer. Is that true? And if so, what was your favorite dance move? Hey, Mahoney, have you ever tried to dance, or are you just too busy counting your money? Message deleted. Uh, first off, it was, I was not a ballroom dancer. I take offense to that. I was a salsa dancer, obviously. If you look at me, I just got a natural flavor. A lot of salsa me. dancing happening uh-huh. in Brainerd, Minnesota when you were growing up. <laughs> Man, you th- I, I would think love about to that. see your hips move. I, I, I grew up in Brainerd, <laughs> Minnesota, which is a town of 15,000 people in the middle of nowhere, two hours north of Minneapolis. There was just, I cannot remember a single dance. I don't even think there was like a dance at the school. Dave, do you like think if you were to, up there? Yeah, if you were to stand up right now, do you think you would be able to even kind of mimic what a salsa would look like? How dare you? I would you? love to see if how you could kind of mimic. How dare you? Like, you know how they say- I am offended and I'm going to use that as a way to get out of doing that. The only time I Dave's danced is at Dave. his wedding. I, I can't dance. The I, only time I've ever seen you dance is at your wedding. I'm the most cornbread dude you've ever seen. I can't there's dance. There's no attempt of mimic. Like you don't even, if you were to close your eyes, you don't have a, a, Just like a general understanding understanding what you think Just it was like supposed that, to look that like. That little shimmy of the hips sort of thing? Is that what you're talking about? I guess, because, I mean, I can't salsa either. Are you a good dancer? No, look at me. You say you're cornbread, I'm butter, man. I am legit, <laughs> like, buttermilk. Okay, so there's no question of who's the best dancer on this show, because it doesn't exist. Who do you think is the worst dancer? Mm, I guess maybe you. Me? Wow. I think you would probably be more than be Mahoney. The no, because Mahoney dances at his house with his wife in the living true. room. I do. No, you just put her on your back and carry her around. Like I also, I also give her piggyback rides around yeah, the house as yeah, well. Yeah, that is also a thing. Totally I think you're the most. The weekend, remember? You're you are you'd be the most uh, self conscious. Yeah. So I feel like that would make it would hinder worse. him. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a. Uh, that's really accurate, you guys. And it Did hurts. You, <laughs> let me ask you this, Dave. Yeah. When you and your wife were first together, and you know you were this is like 12, 13 years ago, a oh. long time ago. Was she trying to get you to go to clubs and dance? Nah, man. No? She never was like, let's go dance? Not once? No, and that's why I was like, I need to marry her. Because she'll never make me do this ever. Exactly, because I don't deserve, I don't I don't need to be dancing. Nobody wants to see that. It's just an unfortunate side effect that some people like to do it, and that's not part of my culture. And I don't want to appropriate it. <laughs> Your white culture. <laughs> my super white culture. Your white culture. culture. <laughs> As, as white as that snow drift in Brainerd, Minnesota. Who said white people don't have culture? I was know? wondering. <laughs> My culture is not dancing. <laughs> God. 
I was wondering, have you ever had a dream that felt so real you woke up feeling like it actually happened? What was the dream? Let's hear some weird dream stories. Dude, I thought I, I had a dream one time. I don't I don't dream almost ever. Like it's it's a it's a rarity for me. And even more rare than that is me remembering a dream. I had a dream, this is like during COVID, mm-hmm. that I murdered somebody. Oh, <gasps> Did you I don't know who, what, that mean? what it was, what that but mean? it. I woke up feeling like, oh my God, I murdered somebody. I'm going to Google it. Did what you, does it mean? Did you like remember? Maybe not murder, but killed. Uh, okay. But do you, do you remember like the act? No, of I don't. Okay, I just well, know. Good. I just woke up that's knowing. probably good. I killed that guy. Yeah. And next thing, like I, I remembered it for a week. It was just like a weird feeling that stuck with me for a week. I've never had that before. Never had it after. And then it was like, like after like four days, I'm like. Did I actually kill somebody? Mm. And if so, um, no. Nope. Cops aren't here nope. yet. I'm getting nope. away with this. Audrey? So if you are dreaming about murdering someone, Maybe it means murder, that you have re- repressed like anger oh, towards a, this, oh, that checks out. Yeah. anything or maybe that person specifically. It wasn't a person. It wasn't anybody I knew. You just, you, you just I, even, I think it wasn't even, you know, tell you it was an old or a young guy or whatever. You just have repressed anger against everyone. Checks out. Yeah. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Although all the creatures that are currently living today, I mean, the one that is closest to the dinosaur has got to be the alligator, 100%. Right? The alligators, crocodiles are dinosaurs, Dave. It is pretty wild to think about if there was dinosaurs today and what they would do to the human race because it's pretty regular that we hear about yeah, alligators. We'd make, them in, we'd make them into jerky. You think so? We 100%. They would, there'd be dino jerky. At this we, point. We'd have, yeah, we'd have leather. I mean, it, they would erect us, you know, it would have been pretty rough they would for, our an, for our ancestors yeah. like before we had guns and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. But now that we got, like, guns, we just, you know. I, I would wear some uh, some Tyrannosaurus skin boots. Oh, yeah. 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 Those things look awesome. Yeah. Uh, like a like a Velociraptor jacket. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a look. Woo. Pop that collar. Uh, but the the whole idea of you know alligators interacting with people and they're being so close to dinosaurs. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. What was it? A week or so ago? Maybe two weeks? Where the guy just got his arm ripped off by an alligator because yeah, he was not out great. peeing in a pond behind a bar in Florida and got a little too close to that pond. And next mm-hmm. thing you know. <laughs> Uh, but they have discovered the world's oldest alligator, they believe, and it lives, where do you think? Florida. Gotta no, be Florida. Not Florida. Even more metal than Florida. More metal than Florida? Australia. Australia. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were talking America. This is, yeah, in America, what's more metal than Florida? Nothing. That's what Texas. Texas no, is pretty metal. No, Louisiana is pretty no. metal. No, Louisiana is pretty metal, but still Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida takes yeah. the cake. Yeah. Man, they like have alligators as pets in Louisiana. Yeah, no, I mean, we actually we've met a couple of uh, of our friends that are Louisiana natives that do seem to be very. Uh, they have a real affinity for alligators. It's either they're like, I want to raise them and be pets, or you should try them as an appetizer. Deep from put them in some etouffee. Thank you. Delicious. <laughs> so they they found what they believe to be the world's oldest crocodile. This is 120 years old, 120, and it's 18 feet long. That's a what are they going to do with this old ass alligator? So the, its name is Cassius. It has a name. Mm-hmm. It was actually captured in Australia all the way back in 1984. Damn! It was captured by a team of scientists because they thought that Cassius was very likely, and they still do, to blame for a string of cattle deaths in the area. Nice. Whole ass cows. You're eating whole cows. Not Dang. cool. Yeah. Uh, generally, I guess big old reptiles tend to be pretty docile and disinterested. Yeah, I'm not messing we, with an 18 foot alligator. Because we looked it up and didn't we say that 13 was like 50 plus years old? So if it's 18 feet, so what? It's got to be probably close to like 100 years old. No, he's 100 feet. Yeah. Oh, you already clocked that in? Yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> uh, they, they say that this uh, particular croc, Cassius, one of the liveliest crocs and very engaging. So oh. isn't that fun? Well, yes. Yeah, but he's a bundle of fun. When you, you just throw about, a whole cow, watch him eat it. When you think about 18 feet long, you could stack him That's on his three tail. meat. That's three of me. Oh, yeah, or yeah. almost two f- full-size regulation basketball goals, and he is the length of that. Pass. He's almost as tall as a two-story building. That's terrifying. It's horrifying. I don't like anything in the water, man. Yeah. I don't like anything that comes creeping in or out of the water. Dude, you that put is a-, a saddle on that dude. 
And I bet they do. You get a little cowboy hat, put oh, a saddle you, on that. You, you put like five saddles on it. You remember that <laughs> that photo of like Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, all on that one floaty yeah. in the water? You could do that with this crocodile. <laughs> Man, you know what's kind of crazy though too is that we're sitting here talking about how he eats cattle. So do we. No, but not in one oh, bite. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, we can I do like a filet. We can't bite it. a cow to death. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try, try too. Uh, if it's medium rare. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>